Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. Today, we're going to talk about BSC supplements. And with me, I have my partners in crime, Nathan Picklam and Sheree Young. How are you going, guys? Good. Really good. We're going to rip into some questions about what it's been like the last 25 years of Body Science. So there should be some entertaining stuff coming up here. Let's have a look. So what is my favorite product of BSC over the last 25 years? I'm going to be a little bit annoying here because I'm going to drop a couple if that's okay. From the early days, back when we started uh, BSC, Triandrobol was on the books. It's still there today and it still does great numbers and a lot of people love the product. So for me, that's a, wow, that's a 25-year-old product. That's it's amazing, isn't it? Actually, yeah. it's still growing. Sales are still growing. Yeah, it? that's so. cool. But when you look at the science, I love my site and science. You know, to, to put ourselves up against pure creatine back in 2003, was a big thing because I wanted to put it up against sugar. So the numbers were huge, but the researchers said, no, let's put it up against pure creatine and for it to have a hundred percent guarantee, whereas creatine had 80, which is in most of the research. I just love that product because I know when someone takes it, it works. Was it the first product that was scientifically researched and guaranteed? Uh, we did a tribulus and a mycosite study at the same time. Yep. Yeah. So, but that, that was a, that was one where the data was just fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Like it, it is a really good product. As soon as the world's not carb phobic, I think it'll be huge. Yep. I still get, I still get a lot of feedback every day to stay on that product on a daily basis mm. uh, about the results, instant results you get from it. Yeah. It's, it's really one interesting too. In, in the early days, it's about people that just want to put size on and get stronger. Yep. These days, a lot of endurance athletes are taking it too. It's a really interesting where that product's morphed into. Yep. But obviously I think one of my all time favorite products like looking to the future of body science would be BSC energy. Like our energy drink is just, you know, the flavor's great. The product's great. And it was so fun doing that. Cause I've got a chance to actually do that for my son in MPD Taj. And uh, that's a pretty special time for me in that 25 years to be able to do that with your, yep. with your uh, family. Yep. Apart from you, Sheree, you've been there every day. I didn't mean sorry. that like that. Like <laughs> that didn't sound really no, good, but I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Cut that bit out. Good job, Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Sheree, <laughs> um, your favourite moment from our 25 years in history so far? Oh, wow. There have been so many. I think um, a, a really special thing was when we reached 18 years, we did a, a bit of a team celebration and that was, I think, like 18 years is a significant long period of time, but just the way we brought the team that had been here together at that time was really nice and we're about to do the same for 25 years. We oh, where are we going? We missed the 21 because of COVID. So, um, no, I'd rather no, go I'm Fiji. Sure you're coming. Oh, yeah. It's the future 25. Is it? Yeah. 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 Who's no, going no. forward with us? Oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you're my husband. You might, no. get, might, might get to come as the other, as the plus one, maybe. Um, but what yeah, am I saying to work fun. together just for 25 years? Together, and we've got... Right now, we've got 50% of our staff have been here an average of 12 years. So celebrating something like that as a team is, is pretty cool. And 18 years seems like about two years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, you favourite team partnership? <laughs> favourite team? Oh, is there any I other? could be biased and say South, <laughs> yeah. but I won't. Wow. I, and I'll, I'll answer this similarly to what Greg did about the products. I think there's a few, and I think the few being teams like the Swans, Geelong in AFL and probably teams like Souths and Cronulla in NRL. And I only say that because teams that we worked with along the way and had good relationships in in helping them win a premiership and teams, all of those four teams that I mentioned had long droughts. So to break long droughts, like Geelong was starved of a flag for decades 
uh, South hadn't won for like 40 odd years. Uh, Cronulla had never won one, so it was 50 years, and the Swans were, were similar, long, long time. So those sort of teams that won that had decades and decades of um, poor records and then finally won for their, all their fans were pretty good to be involved in. Great scariest moments. Oh, the scariest moment for me in BSC was um, probably when Essendon did the supplement scandal because we were the official supplement partner and nobody bothered to call us and go, we're really sorry they're using that word because they injected shit. Uh, Supplements were not, we weren't, we don't play in that space. So for us, it was, gee, what is this going to mean for the business moving forward? What does this mean for the brand that we've created? Because we were the the trusted, and we still are the trusted brand. We, We introduced drug tested nutrition into Australia from both informed sport and Hasta and for that to go down and the, the power of the media there and the, it just made like, we really realized Nathan how hard it was to mm. deal with sport at that stage. When you put everything you've got into sport, you have to play what sport plays. And that was a really scary moment for us. But the other side of it is we came out the other end flying, which is great. The difficult part about that time was because it dragged on for so long. I think it went on for like 18 months. Well, the coach and the club weren't even talking, like let alone talking to us. And we were the supplement partner, just a supplement partner, supplement partner. And sales dramatically dropped during that period. Like, yeah, I was really, I wasn't even sure if we were going to go past that period. I think sales dropped by 70% or something like that. Yeah, and it was very quick too, wasn't it? Oh, it was overnight. Yeah, I blamed you actually. Yeah, Yeah. it was called called the supplement scandal. It was, yeah. Shree, following us on my track, biggest learning. Well, the, the, the account working with these two. <laughs> and I'm obviously a very slow learner because I'm still here. <laughs> biggest job. Some oh, people are just lucky, challenge. Sure. Some okay, people are just lucky. Challenge or biggest learning. Okay. Gee whiz. We have learned so many things over, the, over time. Um, you learn from your failures and your mistakes, right? Yeah, so good point. There's, there's definitely been a few of those in our journey, some public, some not. Um, but one public one that, well, public enough is when we had a product go wrong and um, and we had to pull it off the shelf. And at the time, we were in all Coles and Woolworths stores with our famous protein balls where the, we were the company to bring protein balls to market and we had a, an awesome product and it was actually one of our best-selling products at the time. Um, and we had a go off, a batch go off, and then it turned out a whole lot of the batches went off and we had to pull them all from the shelf. And I think the learning from that was just a bit of lessons in how we liaise with our supply chain partners and what relationships we have. The, it, you know, that was a similar time to the Essendon mm, scandal. It was and so tough. it was a really, really tough financial space for us um, through those years. And I think the learning from that is just, you know, how, how you manage that and how quickly you learn to move forward and be agile and cope with things that come your way. And, you know, we've got a, a really tidy ship that we run here now. We've won a, um, a health, health food supplier of the year into the FMCG space last year. And so as a brand, we've, we've got a, like a really tidy space. And I think, again, that's from lots and lots of learnings over, over a very long time. Favourite athlete or ambassador? Oh, favourite athlete. We could all have a crack at that, I'd say. Mm. Who would yours be, Nath? Mm, I don't know. There's some, you know, so it's been so years. long. The tough ones for me, oh, Sheree, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I reckon for me, it's the everyday athletes, <clears> all <throat> of us. And I'm looking at, again, massive fan of some of our team, but like our internal team, but, you know, there's athletes in all of us and um, and this is something I aspire to do and be as well, but just looking at Ash, our 
one of our, our staff here who had never really run before and then last year picked herself up and ran 50Ks on multiple mm-hmm. occasions. I just think those athlete stories, is, we've got some amazing touch points with big-name big athletes and ambassadors all day long and, and, you know, kudos to them for who they are and what they achieve. But just knowing that there's everyday athletes <coughs> that as a brand that, you know, we can help nurture and support, that I think those are the stories that really resonate with me. Some of the big ones in the early days, you know, were like Kenny Wallace, who's now running around with the Olympics post-sport, was a big part of the early days. Willie Mason was, he was just a giant, wasn't he, he was in that was, space? Was. Well, still is. Still is. <laughs> still is. You know, Sh- Shane Watson, Andrew Bogert, um, Craig Alexander, you're talking worldwide. Probably still got a spot in our boardroom. Yeah, well, they they all still sit in that space in that place. Yep. Now, they, you know, I always had a really good relationship with a lot of the rugby guys. I won't start singling guys out, yep. but just it's been really – that's a really hard thing to say because I, I believe we probably looked after 10,000 yeah. athletes in some 25 of, years. Some of mine were like our Olympic swimmers that yeah. we had in, in the early days that you helped um, go on go on to win multiple gold medals yeah. and world records and, and so on. And that was like, and you know, the people I'm talking about. Just to call out, there's a stack of females in there too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so Marsh Lang has still got a space of. in our wall yep. downstairs as well. Yep. Oh, Schlangish, I loved yeah, her. She was yeah. just an epic athlete too, you know. It's just, yeah. it's a really hard one. Then you've got the Levi girls now. Like, who's not going to love them in the brand for the next few years? It's it's a really tough one. I think that's probably the good thing for us is we haven't focused on one athlete. We focused on athletes. And that's what's made the journey so fun. Yep. Best piece of advice you've received? How can you ask them that? Because I don't know if they've ever listened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> You don't listen anyway. How would you receive no, I was advice? Say, I yeah. Don't yeah. You go, Greg. I'm keen to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I'd read the questions before I came in because that's actually a tough one. Look, probably the big thing for me was listen. You know, when you when you when you have staff that have been what would you say over ten years, thirty. Um, Fifty percent of our staff been here an average of twelve years, so we got a lot of a lot of years in this space. And there's a lot of and knowledge, and there's a lot of goodwill, and there's a lot of beautiful people in there. And it's really easy to come in on your own agenda and just drive when you probably just need to pull the brakes and listen. And that's probably the biggest thing I've learned is, um, and I'm sure I'm lucky. I've got you at home every day to remind me of this, but I'm not always right. So it's, <laughs> it's. Can we put that on repeat? He wasn't looking at you. <laughs> as I bring my head back up, but that's probably the big thing for me was listening, like from a from a business perspective and and working with people and culture. Listen, I just don't think we listen enough. We have so many good skills around us because we want to get the job. We've been a small business, mate. Like when you look at it, we've been up against massive brands in supermarket on the sporting fields. Even we did like heavy compression, we're up against your Nikes and your Addies and those big spaces. Yeah. And we're a small team. So when you come in, you come in loaded and ready and that doesn't always work for everyone. So probably the biggest thing for me was listen. I'm still not good at it, Shree. You you stop giving me that look. I got it. Like The question was best piece of advice. Who gave you that advice, Greg? Everyone. I I think I've had that from everyone. (laughs) I didn't listen. (laughs) I wasn't really listening at the time when they said it, but it was, no, honestly, I think I've had it from everyone at some stage in the business because we do run a fairly open door policy here. Like, there's no, 
there's no don't come up to this floor and don't be on this floor type thing. It's very much we, we try and run like a, a real team environment here, like like a sporting field team. But I think you'll hear any good coach say they know where they want to go, but you need to listen to what's happening around you at the time. And that's probably mine. The best piece of advice you could give as well? So I work a lot in marketing and products now because Shree's running the brand, so I'm doing less of that these days. So absolutely our job is to listen and take what we what we learn from that and turn that into products and stories. You know, you don't have to get it right all the time. I think that um, if you focus too much on trying to Perfection. get everything perfect, you'll never move forward. So you've got to have a really broad frame with how you look at things and, and be quite decisive and sometimes just make a call. And I feel like, you know, that's been one of the challenges having sort of the three of us at the decision helm for a little while sometimes is coming to a decision on things. So sometimes you've just got to make a call, you know, trust that gut instinct and, and yeah, move forward. Similar for me, I, I think business-wise, everything's not going to be perfect. Everything's not going to be rosy every day, every month, every year. Um, and we learned that through the Essendon period. We learned it through the protein ball period and, and numerous times. But from that period, we nearly had to reinvent ourselves and take a big step back before we could move forward. And mm. it was really rocky days, like really rocky days um, back in that period. So we learned a lot from our mistakes then. And I think that was the most important, or one of the most significant. Or even just the things thrown at us, like look mm. at COVID, you know, mm. look at the impact there. And yep. GFC. And, you know, there's so many yep. amazing stories that, of people coming through that and, and again, I feel like we were mm. quite quite well prepared as much as it was hurt like anything telling your people you're standing down and, you know, what does that look like? Mm. Um, but but what we learned and how well established we were really helped us be very, yep. very fast to adapt as we needed to. And, um, yeah, so you, you learn a lot along yep. those ways. So I, I definitely reckon you need to be agile, be open, be very broad with how you look at things and then make decisions. And, go and right. over 25 years, you build up a fair playbook, don't you? Mm. Oh, yeah. Like we have a lot of things we can go There's back to when we're working out when we're going yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. When was the moment you really thought BSC was it and all of the work had been worth it? Obviously, for me, it was back in 2002 and winning the premiership with the Roosters being on the shorts, being a major partner. But recently... It was, is it called Olympic Stadium in LA where the Giltinis were? Yes. Yeah. Seeing our signage yeah, on Olympic yeah. Stadium in LA, I just went, wow. Like I, I never, ever thought that that would happen. Not in my biggest dream ever. And I'm a dreamer that it would be there. And then yeah. to see it backed up in, what was the other state? What's the other stadium? Oh, the, so one where you, the one where so you got a VIP, you know, so when you went over there yeah, and got yeah, your own yeah, corporate box and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so far stadium, because that stadium is like next level. But that was all BSC. Yeah. Remember, it was just totally yeah. BSCs. And that was like the new... Didn't they just play, is that where they played the Super Bowl today? Uh, no, um, no, a couple no, of years ago they yeah. played the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, then. a couple but of years like ago. every single level of that stadium, 360 degrees, is all LED. You just and never, ever would think <laughs> that a little Australian brand would it's hit that, that. It's that little bit where you just see the logo, isn't it? You're like all of a sudden you see the logo on the footy field, then next minute it's in a grand final, and next minute it's, you know, as you said, at um, Coliseum and SoFi and... But back to like the first time, that would be in 2002 when the Roosters won the premiership. So we, we got approached by Ronnie Palmer just before um, the top eight and he sort of was, I don't know if we're going to make it. I don't believe in the shit you guys do. We weren't in rugby league at this stage. But I'm desperate. Not that Ronnie would say that he was ever desperate, but that was pretty much the tone of where it was all at. 
So we went in there and did some sub stacks. And but what we did is we negotiated to be on the shorts because there wasn't really a short. They didn't have a short sponsor at that time. I don't think it was 150 grand the next year. But um, so we went on the shorts. And ISC absolutely stuffed up the kit. So they sent white shorts with the white jersey and the white socks. So I don't know if you know, but they're normally playing blue shorts. So for the first time ever in their history, they played in a full white kit and they beat the Broncos, who they weren't meant to beat, into the top eight. Then they went on to win the premiership. But the guys kept the the white shorts the whole way through. So the white jersey, white shorts, white socks, premiership done. And that was probably the biggest, like if you talk about the 15 minutes of fame for the brand, that was the thing that really ignited, like, what is this brand? Is is it witchcraft? Because no one knew what sports supplements were back then. Or are they a good luck charm? And that was what the media were saying out loud in that space. So Actually, there are a few articles that journalists did. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of articles yeah. on that. Yeah, so I still get asked, is it witchcraft or is it good luck? But yeah. that's it really is. That was probably the most exciting thing that changed. Because we went down the sport path in the early days. Tough gig. It was a really tough gig because bodybuilding was so – that's where protein was sold in bodybuilding. So for us, for that to happen, that was probably the lucky thing that really ignited the brand. And we had we had um, corner posts and everything in that deal. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah, it was an interesting deal. Sure, you've obviously been there through thick and thin since the beginning. Did you ever think BSC would become what it's become? I can't wait for this answer. <laughs> and let's let's just go past the first four years where I bought no money into the house. Let's just move past that and just go into where it is. Yes, I'm a big numbers person and, and love facts and things that stack up. And I think once you start to see your products on shelf in, in mainstream um, retail, because retail was where it was at back in 2008 and nine when we were really, really taking hold in retail and sports nutrition in Australia. And, you know, we were invited to present our range to Coles and back then it was really just an Aussie, Aussies, Aussie bodies uh, space. 70%. And Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, and to, to achieve that and then to, you know, within a number of years be a, a top two, top three sales brand and, and then to achieve top over time in that space, I think that's, um, you know, that's just an incredible success and that's now obviously exploded across multiple, multiple retail spaces and, and now global. So to see all that happen, there is absolute belief and, and I think, you know, this, this ship is in motion. Um, it's been recognised in so many ways and whilst we're not going to ever rest on our laurels, um, you know, I think 25 years is a such a commendable Huge. space to get to. And, you know, we certainly call that out as something very, very unique for, you know, a lot of a lot of business in Australia being able to achieve that sort of heritage. So, yeah, absolute belief for a long time. Believe me, our, our, our families, you know, come through thick and thin um, in this in this brand and we absolutely love it and, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. The person who really helped you through in the last 25 years? Well, the person that really helped me through the last 25 years and, I'm going to start from the early days of Sheree because no Sheree, no BSC. That's straight up. Yeah, BSC was in a sport and fitness place early in the life. There was no sport and fitness, sports nutrition back then. It was all bodybuilding. So if you're going to talk early days, absolutely Sheree. You can say me because you yeah, asked me I to come in. Greg, yeah. Greg with <coughs> me through like every day, even to now. Um, Greg, I call sort of every night around eight o'clock and through those, through some of those really busy periods and some of the stressful periods, you know, sleepless nights. Yeah. He was, he always had the open door policy. 
I'd ring three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and yeah, play my heart out. And <coughs> you'd always take those calls. That's every night for you, though, yeah. isn't it? Yep. Sleepless and stressing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, starting this with Greg all those years ago, I have to credit him massively. So, you know, it wouldn't be we wouldn't be here if it wasn't the ideas and then the you know the business nuance and the funding and lack thereof and everything that we're able to pull together and and all the people that have joined us along the way including Pico obviously so um yeah probably can't credit anyone other than than this table and and the team we have if, and, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off then and thanks for saying that that was really nice I appreciate that yep. but if we were going to pick like okay. not not us three like one staff member we'd have to bring up sheepy What's Sheepy, 20? Sheepy's been with us 17 and a half years. 17 and a half years. Mm. And so, and he mm. has done everything from cut garments, sew garments, to now running the operational side of the business. I mean, if the alarm goes off, Sheepy does it. If the place floods, Sheepy does it. If, I don't know, he's, he, I've got to, I've got to say he has been, and there are so many good stories of people in this business, but from just, he is years above everyone else. And he's had the, and I give him full credit for hanging that long with me. Like he's awesome. <laughs> I can I can name something that didn't work that I didn't think would work. <laughs> like one of those told you so stories, but I won't do that. No, let's bring it out. Let's okay, get it out now. Told me so. Right, let's go. Okay. So we make our own garments. We're incredibly unique and I'm like really proud of the heritage that we have here but a number of years ago we decided to expand our our range into a significant range of female tights um because obviously the marketplace was going there and you know we just we're we're running in our own facility australian made product and it just wasn't close enough to our brand story and we put a big investment in it and unfortunately you know meanwhile consumers and competitors were bringing in Chinese made and and really really sad but um, just wasn't close enough to the space and dominance that we took wouldn't change and a minute of that Nath would you no not, not me neither it's a learning process mm. about learning from mistakes right? yeah I know luckily we, we had some robustness <laughs> to our plans at the time to come through that and you know we supported a lot of employment I still remember that day I'm gonna cut you off I remember that day you remember she walks in the boardroom she goes you two we're stopping <laughs> but but we're stopping Wow. Yeah. Because we were all for female sport and fitness, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were absolutely was all about that. Yeah. We are too. Yeah. Still are. Product that surprised you. Product that surprised me. Ooh. My biggest surprise is a product, as in it worked when it probably shouldn't, or. Triangibolt. I mean, that was the first product that, look, we launched with proteins, but we had Triangibolt being made at the time and it's i started in that tributal space before bsc and brought that into the brand and yeah like it just amazes me that everyone who takes that product loves it and i'm talking more of an older pop when i say that like we're 25 years old so i've grown with a few people over those years but yeah that's a product that really surprised me i think protein bars surprised me a, a weird one to say yeah because we're told don't do it yep. you won't be quest yep. blah, 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 but blah. over such a long period of time how dominant we've been in them because yeah back in the day we had some protein bars that, you know, the packaging wasn't that great and flavours were good. But then as as we wanted to take in take on that space, and I remember going to see clients, like you said, and they would say, oh, yeah, you're wasting your time. Wait, so it's sales are, team, and the sales team? So don't do it. Never yeah. make it. 
blah, blah, blah. And we did. We went out there, had a look at the packaging and a couple of other brands and repackaged, redesigned uh, and remarketed the products. And they just boomed. And it's funny because a couple of years later, we were out selling Quest 5 Mile. Uh, and yeah, still one of the market leaders there today in protein bars. Over a long period of time, because that's what, you know, 14 years ago since we took that space. We'd sell more protein bars than anyone, yeah. wouldn't we? Yeah. I could pull out a lot of ex- lot of lot of things, but I'd have to concur with, with you, Nathan. Mm-hmm. I think the numbers that of protein bars that we can sell, it just blows my mind. There are so many consumers who love those products. Thank you very much. Yeah, clapping that um, in. Yeah, and, and we make, a you know, an incredibly great product, so we stand by that and, and we won't bring something to market unless it is amazing. Um, but, yeah, the the number of people consuming BC protein bars on a daily basis is, is significant, and that number, it really does continue to surprise me. But thank you, you can be driving through the middle of Australia in some, some remote town, going to the service station, you'll see a BC protein bar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like I just, yeah, I still get a little tear in my eye when I see that. Athlete, you wish we got to partner with. Michael Jordan. <laughs> really? Mm. Why's that? The sales of Nike. And you just want a friend's yeah, code for Jordan yeah, shoes, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the real reason. Free shoes. Yeah. Athlete I wish that we partnered with. Australian or international? Could be future focused too, someone that you want to partner with in the future. Like a UFC fighter? Wow. Well, I guess... Tyson Pedro? Well, I'd love Tyson Pedro if you're out there. Let's do this. But imagine if you got on board with Conor McGregor early. That would have been something cool. Teams. New teams from your side, Sheree? Matildas. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to definitely say the Matildas because I know that we did have a discussion over 12 months ago on, you know, future ambassador and athlete space for our business. And um, I know I was one of the one of the proponents for definitely having a look at some of the Matilda players. Um, and for whatever reason, that didn't, didn't Hey, when the CEO starts focus. telling us what um, athletes we should get, that's just like yeah, red flag. Kind of should have Red flag. Kind of should have Pull out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to call the Matildas. And, you know, what, a, what an amazing um, achievement for that team, those girls, that sport. Like, so cool. One thing people wouldn't know about BSC. How BSC came about, like the circle around the B. So in the early days when I was working out, what am I doing? And I had spare time back then, Cole, just so you know. And uh, I was looking at... You're still colouring. You're still, <laughs> still colouring shit. Now. 25 years later, I'm still colouring shit in. I really wanted to work on like the Bachelor of Science, like B.SC. And I remember I had a lot of mates because I'd come out of KPMG that were solicitors and stuff and... We had a, a family solicitor at the time and they said, you'll never get that as a trademark. So I just put the dot around the B and that's sort of how that logo evolved. A lot of people do ask that question. Mm. How many products have we developed in the last 25 years? Shit. 963. I reckon more than no, that. No, I'm going to say about 1,700. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up around 2,002. Mm. Yeah, and that's only because I get told not to. Mm. Yeah. I mean, okay. How many have we looked at developing? Oh, well, have you seen Insider's Mind? Yeah, I was going to say. Well, so. and we, go to a, we go to a product pitch now. We're working with 35 products alone yeah. every time. We do that twice a year. So, and that's to people that 
run a planogram. Like we do a lot of non-planogram sales as well. Like, wow, I could, I was, a, I was sitting down the other day thinking. Many, short answer, only a few too many and some bloody good ones there too. I was thinking like how much protein in dollars have we sold over 25 years the other day? It was a huge number, huge. One product that you wanted to bring in that we didn't. I had a female hormone support product, which I thought was really good. But apparently fat bald blokes aren't good in that space, so we didn't. Maybe you didn't ask the right questions, Greg. We put a formula together because obviously I acknowledge that I'm a 55-year-old male, but I, the formula was epic. And everyone I showed, like all the naturopaths and that, would just like bring this to market. But It was also around the time, though, that there were some pretty shonky tablets coming to market. And some stupid claims by some brands, yeah. weren't regulated like we were and it's just like yeah ours would have been listed medicine yeah, so it would have been the I real deal would yeah. have been, um struggling against that peer market review of that space would be my answer to that at the mm. time maybe we're maybe the world's a bit more educated and we could come through with that now but yeah there were some really shonky products on the market at the time that were claiming everything i was only reading the science so i can't mm. actually know whether it'd be good to use or not but everyone i spoke to in that space thought it was going to be awesome any advice for anyone jumping into a business that combines family and their passions? Hey, I'm, I'm, the, <clears throat> I'm the first to say that I wouldn't be here right now doing what I'm doing without you. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah. Also, as I look at you, sorry, no. <clears throat> well, that's true too. In, the, in those early days when you came in, what, four or five years later? Yeah. You know, same thing. You brought a whole bulldog sale approach to the brand, you know. I mean, like the three of us together have been like a th- – I don't know, three leaf clover or something like it's, it's, it's worked. Three amigos. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really worked. It's, it's been fucking painful at times. And when you talk about the home stuff, it's really hard to keep it out of home. So what I would tell someone is share the journey. If you can't share the journey at home with what you're doing, don't do it. That would be my advice because you can't take home what you're copying at work. You've got to be pretty strong, I think. And be prepared for the good, like in any relationship, you know, family, business, anything. You've got to, you've got to have some foresight into the good and the bad things because not everything's going to be great. And if when you're coming home at night, you're sharing a story about, oh, I had a great day today or I didn't have a great day today and it's someone that's actually been on that day with you all day, it's not always a great thing. So, and now, you know, we've got our son, Taj, is full-time in our business and so there's lots of conversations that are that are full full business home you know our brand marketing stories products all day long which had his knowledge her daughter's gonna be a doctor (laughs) and she's gonna gonna, she's taken some reprieve (laughs) on there's the dogs (laughs) and if only i knew as much as taj does when i was 21 so what's next for bsc having the ability to own manufacturing plants and retail outlets and distribution in europe will be a massive kickstart like Body Science Europe is kicking off and it actually involves nine of the brands that we are associated with in Europe in the startup of that brand. So it's the first time a lot of the companies have come together and and all their skill sets to um, move one brand and it'll be ours. So it's going to be an exciting time. I'm, I'm very excited about that. That was part of, uh, when Humble Group came in and, and, and spoke to us about working together on a worldwide case. That, that's what I loved about Humble was they wanted to bring BSC to Europe and help it grow because it had all the assets and skill set over there. We don't need to 
lift up and go, we have an office in Europe now. We have someone starting in Europe now, like we're off. I've got to congratulate Sheree in that space because Nathan and I have been ripping overseas every two years like you wouldn't believe. And she's just pulled the brakes up and say, how about you do the other parts really well before we go? So we go, oh, fuck it, let's just go do it really well. And then we go again. She go, well, let's do this even better and let's do this even better. So there's been that handbrake, hasn't there? Yeah. Because seriously, we would have lost you to Italy years ago if we could have. Oh, big time. Yeah. I was ready. Yeah, he was ready. Yeah. I think there's also, there's a, an awful lot to go for our brand and our business, in fact, in, in Australia. Like we need to make sure we've got a really solid legacy. Um, you know, we've been a family business and we need to plan for not always being a family business and what that looks like. So there's a, there's a lot to go here as well. So like really exciting steps and we've, we've really got a really solid base for that. So yeah, it'd be fun. What do you want your legacy to be? Statue at the front, tree. No, that would the be building you. Now. The building it now. The building it now. That is not my style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just love for the business to be sitting here with a bunch of people having fun um, and laughing around in another 25 years because if it's not, then, you know, maybe there's been a little bit of essence lost along the way. So we need to make sure that the people that are coming through behind us are empowered to, you know, carry that really nice brand story and, and be agile and, and have some fun and create cool shit because that's what we do. Yep. Yeah, I think it's as you get bigger – you start getting people that come from the big international Business. businesses Experience. and the way they do things is the polar opposite to the way we do things here. And I just hope that we never, like you look at brands like um, Oakley and Red Bull, they just, even though they've got bigger and bigger, they haven't lost the essence of who they are and to the consumer that is. And you know, you hear the stories of Oakley where the dude used to drive around a tank around the outside and all that stuff is still in play. Like it's been taken over by big corp as well, but they've still been able to keep those brands to have their own personality. And I think that's probably what we spend a lot of our time on now is making sure that what BSC truly stands for well, will go into the future. Yeah. Now, so. You know, we don't want to yeah. be just like a, number, a, like a cereal company or something that yeah. just punches out products at the cheapest possible price, doing the best type of thing they can. We don't just don't want to be that. And I would hate to know that. And I don't think that where the brand's going to go, anyone has that aim in life to, to do that to the brand. So I think that's a really cool part about it. Which is, yeah, we don't need the corporatize to be big and to be successful and to be strong and to be, you know, the dominant player in our field. We don't need to do that. Thinking forward to 25 years from now, yeah. what do you hope BSC looks like? What do I hope it looks like? Well, the first thing I hope is that the brand, the, the logo hasn't changed. I'd be devastated if that changed in that period from that first visual thing. But to be, to be really honest with you, I, I would love to see it as I think the morphing of where sport, diet, health, fitness is all going. I think if it can be a – a major voice in that space, that would be a great place. Oh, I think the possibilities yeah. are endless, like when we talk about going global. So, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe worldwide brand. I've never been much of a, a big dreamer um, when we talked about like where the brand could go to a long time ago. And internally, we discussed how, how much we could turn over. Greg used to throw out some weird and wacky numbers that I used to just sit there and shake my head. 
and we're over them now. Funnily enough, <laughs> now we're smashing those sort of figures. So that changed my mindset a little bit, actually, about how big we could possibly be um, once we smash through those barriers. Um, but yeah, I think just going global and um, global domination and, and taking the brand elsewhere and having as much fun and, and passion with the brand in different countries would be pretty cool. Yep, all of the above. Um, but also probably just from a business perspective, knowing that we are now vertically integrating, you know, what does that look like? Um, just so it, bring, it brings new excitement, more control, more abilities, more capabilities. So, and even, um, you know, from this year, we'll be distributing our body science, we'll be, we'll be distributing other European brands through our network. So that's a bit more excitement. So it's not going to be just, you know, body science running the BSC brand. There's going to be a lot more opportunity for, for that. And then I think that just opens up into bigger stories, bigger parts we can play and, you know, more excitement for our team and our touch points. So, yeah, I think it's going to be quite different. One word to sum up the last 25 years from each of you. Can I say fucking awesome or just awesome? Oh, look, I swore them, but I don't care. It's been fucking awesome. It really has. Wow. Mm. Oh, I'm going to say maybe journey. One word to sum up the future for BSC. Huge. Bright. Yeah, I'll say awesome. Well, team, thanks for uh, jumping on the couch and having a chat. I, um, I actually enjoyed that. Pleasure to be here and feel honoured. Oh, I feel very podcast. honoured to be part yeah. of your podcast yeah. too, Greg. It's taken 25 yeah. years to get a slot, but, yep. you know, I'm really actually... Nice. I exist. Hi. Yep. Hi. Well, we've tried to focus on people who are important. So, okay. you know, it's, you made it. Yeah, sense. You made it. It took 25 years, like you said, but you made it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've really enjoyed having you guys on the podcast. It's not very often I actually get to stop the business at your levels and get you to come and sit down and have a chat with what we're doing. And it was really cool that the team put those questions together too. So that was um, probably why it will be one of our better podcasts. Thank you. 